April Gargiulo is the founder and CEO of the botanical skincare brand Vintner's Daughter. Stay tuned as we discuss how April's background in winemaking has influenced her brand, why she believes less is more, and the beauty rituals she uses to keep herself grounded. Hi everyone and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Main has been an incredible journey so far and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest for today, April Gargiulo. A pioneer in performance-driven plant-based beauty, April is the founder and CEO of Vintner's Daughter, the skincare brand comprised of two hero products that offer unmatched quality and efficacy. With April's heritage planted in the world of fine winemaking in Napa Valley, it was almost instinctive to create a brand with the same meticulous standards of sourcing and craftsmanship. Vintner's Daughter is one of the few brands to use whole plants as opposed to using extracts, launching in 2013 to huge acclaim. Fast forward to today, where the brand has truly become a cult favourite for its core philosophy of less is more, using fewer but better ingredients and counts Hollywood's A-listers including Gwyneth Paltrow, Hayley Bieber and Tracy Ellis Ross's fans. April has been honoured as a game changer in the industry, receiving a Female Founder Award from CEW and speaking at several global beauty summits. It's now my honour to sit down with her today. So April, thank you so much for being with us. I'm so happy to be there or be here, Akash. Thank you so much. That introduction was was fabulous. Oh, well, only thanks to the fabulous things you've done. So um, April, I ask all my guests the same question. I'm going to ask you, who in a nutshell is April? <laughs> Um, I am a, I mean, like, like most people, I'm juggling a lot of different roles. I'm a wife, a mom, a a founder, a friend, a daughter. Um, I hope I'm, I'm, I'm also an activist for, for positive beauty. Like all of us, I wear many hats. Do you, do you feel like, um, it's something that's always changing? I've never really asked this, but I feel like when we check in with ourselves and kind of ask ourselves, who are, who are we? Sometimes it changes, sometimes it stays consistent. I, do you feel like you've evolved a lot over the years, especially in building the brand? Well, certainly roles. I mean, obviously, I wasn't always a mother. I wasn't always a wife. Yeah. I think um, your priorities, and maybe not even your priorities, but your value system probably doesn't change. You just kind of apply it to different roles, I think, I hope. Yeah. No, that's very good. And, and as yeah. you know, priorities sort of shift as you, as you kind of, you know, different seasons in your life, priorities shift. That's so true. Well, I kind of, I want to start a little bit in the podcast before we get into the creation of Vintner's Daughter. I want to go a bit about the beginning of, you know, baby April um, and kind of your first memories growing up into oh. the world of beauty. Did you have like any memories yeah. of like beauty routine, beauty memories? So my mom still has always been, still is, um, of a huge beauty person um, and not so much makeup, but always skincare. Um, she actually had a, um, a skincare clinic in the, in the 80s. Um, and so I can remember 
being with her there after school. I remember um, all the kind of gadgets and gizmos she um, really had at the time, really kind of cutting edge um, uh, machines. Um, I, gosh, you know what? I should probably ask her what they were at the time. But but like I said, at the time they were cutting edge. And so that's definitely a formative memory of mine. And it was very much focused. Like I said, it wasn't makeup. It wasn't color. It was really around skin um, that she was very interested in, was always doing something. I mean, from like hanging upside down so the blood would (laughs) would rush to her face. I mean, I can remember walking into her room many times with her hanging her head over the, over the, um, over the bed. Um, to, you know, any mask she would try, whether it was like mixing up yogurt and, you know, seaweed in the kitchen or, you know, whatever the kind of newest, um, most luxury mask was that she bought at the, at the department store. Um, but those are certainly um, where my um, focus on skincare came from. I know you had a rich experience in Napa Valley and, and especially with the vineyards. Can you tell us a bit more about how that came to be and yeah. your journey in that? So Napa Valley, I mean, I, I always feel really lucky to have um, spent so much time in Napa Valley around these really extraordinary women and men that and people who've created a culture in Napa Valley that's really just very much focused on quality and craftsmanship. It is um, where my mom's family had come from. So while I didn't grow up there, we spent an incredible amount of time there as a kid. Yeah. Basically, as soon as I could move to um, move to Napa and um, again, just had was so inspired by the ethos around quality and craftsmanship and how you would never cut corners. You would never, you know, take a shortcut to make the finest wines in the world. Right. Like you would never use um, whatever, like cherry flavor number 10 and oak flavor number 22 to make the very finest wine in the world, right? And that's something that um, is very much woven into the culture of Napa Valley. It's also in the household that I grew up in. Yeah. And so it was something that I, be, it, it really um, formed my definition of luxury. I, obviously, I would not have said that as a kid, but today I recognize yeah. that was really how I view luxury, not necessarily as a price tag or a kind of a fancy packaging or marketing, but really about the the quality of the raw materials and the intentionality and the meticulousness behind the actual formulation and so well we'll get there um, I was gonna yeah. I was gonna build that it, 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 yeah I, I was about to ask I was like you know what you're going ahead but I'm gonna ask you now so tell us how that eventually evolved into the creation of right. creating your own brand then yeah I mean I always say we st- we're standing on the shoulders of Napa in a really in a very real way um, I was somebody who also always had skin issues, cystic acne, pigmentation, you know, all the things that come along just as you're getting older and was using what I thought were the very finest products, you know, so-called luxury products, again, very, you know, expensive, pretty packaging. And it wasn't until I was pregnant with my first daughter that as you do, when you um, kind of your first time pregnancy, many, many of us start looking at all the ingredients of everything. And, um, And I started looking at the ingredients of these products and recognized very quickly that they were really not living up to what my expectations of luxury were, aside from a price tag. Um, the ingredients yeah. were very low quality. The, even the active ingredients were in percentages that were like 0.01%. Many of the, the um, ingredients were just filler, and, and often they were not beneficial to my skin, my health, or the planet's. And so, of course, none of that added up to, like I said, none of, added, none of that added up to what my idea of luxury was. Yeah. And so that was the genesis of Vintner's Daughter. How do I create a true luxury skincare company 
that that sits on that same philosophical foundation as the world of winemaking that I'd come from. So how do I make, you know, skincare that's all about quality and craftsmanship um, to really drive multi-beneficial performance? So the name Vintner's Daughter, how did you decide to settle on that? I'm so curious. Well, so I, in that scenario, I am a Vintner's daughter, but in that scenario, I am the Vintner and my daughter who I was pregnant with when this whole idea kind of came about um, is the daughter. So technically, and she will remind you if you ever meet her, it is, <laughs> it is named after her. That's so cool. I love that. And, and I'm assuming, because um, it, it's really hard to like, you have a name, you have an idea, and then you're like, trademark, this, that, da, 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 da. Was that like, a, um, was that like, once you had it, you're like, let's go, we're ready to make this the name. No, I mean, I was, it, it was a different time, but I was also, I, you know, I never started a company before. This yeah. was something that I never thought in my wildest dreams would be have grown to where it has grown. Um, I really wanted to make what my dream product was. Um, and again, it was something that was going to address acne in a really serious way. It was going to address pigmentation. It was going to address signs of aging. It was going to, anyway, it was going to be this one product that did everything. And, and lucky for me, it, it, um, it lived up to its promise. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I mean, Akash, I had a Hotmail account. I mean, I think about this now and it just cracks me up. I have a, <laughs> I had a website that worked. I think PayPal, I think I ran all my, everything through PayPal. And I, I had a Hotmail account that I sent, you know, I sent a hundred emails out to say, and this was 10 years ago. So not like a hundred years ago, but you know, 10 yeah. years ago, very different, very different. I mean, uh, Instagram had yeah. maybe just started, um, so yeah, a very different time and place. But I mean, I, I, I talked to my IP lawyers yesterday and I do, we do, we do have it all locked down now. So that's, that's good. what I like to hear. No, but I think it's really important. Even 10 years ago today, like there isn't like a way there's, there's different, like, um, I guess pros and cons to every way you start it, but there isn't that right way of doing it. Like even for Fable, uh, I mean, bearing in mind, we knew day one for my brand that we were launching in Sephora. So there was somewhat of like a, uh, like a lot of work needed because you know, yeah, a giant a huge, retailer yes, and that. yes but but at the same time i still because i'm an engineer by trade so i still built first on squarespace and i moved it to like woocommerce but i did it myself i built our website i probably didn't have the certificate properly done i <laughs> built it while i was in a safari i had these photos of me in a safari in the savannah with the animals with my 3g hotspot because we found out we were having like a vogue article next day going out with like the website and the website oh still gosh. wasn't live so i was like got to get this done now and then I was doing everything with MailChimp with my personal email and then I was like oh is this really GDPR and all this stuff and that's like honestly like I'm actually so grateful for starting it like just like just start by doing it and you figure each thing out each day each day you build it but um it shouldn't stop you from starting even today you know it's okay to be a little bit granola at the beginning um, I, and then oh are you kidding absolutely i mean i still remember to. i used to pack every single box i don't know yeah. it sounds like you guys needed to start no, I don't. a much bigger scale Before than I, did. I did yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but um but yeah i mean i used to pack every single box i i printed every single label i answered every single email for you know for for at least a couple of years Wow. That's so, yeah, you know, that's the, that's, that's what I love to hear is, is really youth truly will know all 360 of the business because you were probably oh, at, doing at one point I have done it all. Up. Yes. At one point yeah. I have and done, every, <laughs> I have done everything. Yeah. And you know, how cool is that? Like even me selfishly, I was like, 
in every meeting, even if I didn't need to be, but I was also still trying to do it all because I was like, this is the best freaking school. Like mm. you pay to, to learn this stuff, but this is like the actual moment to learn. Well, um, especially so when, you hire, was like, when you hire people that are yeah. smarter than you, um, that's, that's the key. Yeah. That's the key. And when you can afford them, you do it at that point, at that point, but you still try to learn from them as well, because that's, well, that's what I mean. That you have, right? You exactly. From, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but okay. So, you launched, you've launched the brand, the name was there. How did you decide on what two products and did you launch them both at the same time? Your two hero skews? No. Mm, okay. No. So I launched very, um, uh, how do I say this? I, you know, I didn't come from beauty. And so I, I did yeah. not know I, there was a lot of naivete actually around what yeah. I did. No one had ever launched a single skew before. It had never, it had just never been done. And I didn't yeah. realize um, kind of all the hurdles that that would impose a single, a single skew. And so we, yeah. we, I think it's funny when I say we, me, I launched, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, cause it really was just me today. It's a, we It's very much a we, but yeah. then it was me. Um, so I launched in 2013 with a single, with a single product active botanical serum. Yeah. I, um, again, like I said, I had a, a website that worked was pretty much the extent of, of what I had. I did not have PR. I did not have marketing. It was nothing. Right. And so for the first, I don't know, two or three months, it was, it was, um, I knew every single order that came in. I knew every single person. And then slowly I started not recognizing names. And then, um, very luckily, um, beauty, um, I'm sorry, makeup artists found us. I don't know. I still to this day probably don't know how makeup artists found us, but so makeup artists found us and they loved beginning with active botanical serum, that original skew. And so we started growing. And so my, um, because they're very famous, like you said, in the yeah. beautiful, wonderful, thank you very much introduction, um, Tracy Ellis Ross, Haley Bieber, Gwyneth Paltrow, these extraordinary mm. women were talking about us, um, on this nascent social media platform called Instagram. And, mm. um, and so we were growing. And at the same time, I wanted to get into retailers. And so this is where that single skew became really, really hard. Um, customers, our community understood it immediately. They understood here's a single skew. And this was at the kind of the apotheosis of this like 25 step Korean skincare craze. Um, yeah. And I was suggesting, no, 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 let's go back and let's just use a single skew or maybe two or a single product that's really going to offer this extraordinary multi-beneficial results. Like this idea that you yeah. have to do five different layers of moisture is ridiculous. Here's one. And customers, our community understood it immediately and they were like, and they saw the results immediately. But retailers, they did not mm. understand how to merchandise, how to talk about nothing. Like the, they, they, no one had ever done it. And so they didn't understand how it would fit into their assortment. And so retailers was really hard. Even though I had these extraordinary celebrities, I had extraordinary direct sales coming in. Um, it was really hard for retailers to understand it. I had um, some really forward-thinking retailers at the beginning that really got, got, a, got behind us. Um, Cat Beauty was mm. one. Goop was another. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I remember retailers, some of our biggest retailers today, by the way, like our biggest partners who sell the most product, telling me, I'm sorry, we love this product, but we cannot sell a single, a single, a single skew. And here's what you mm. do. Just go and buy five other formulas off the shelf, slap your label on it. It doesn't even matter. You already have your hero skew 
And then you just fill up the shelf. Doesn't even matter if you sell the other ones. And I'm sitting there going, no, 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 you don't understand who I am. Like, you don't understand. Like, unless it lives up to these extraordinary standards, like, it is not going to have Vintner's daughter name on it, right? Like, you don't know where I come from. Like, this is not how we do things. Um, oh, thank God right? you said that. Yeah. And so I feel really lucky to have had such a strong point of view, such a strong kind of North Star, if you will. Mm. And again, that really came from. Um, that 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 fine wine making ethos around around quality and around craftsmanship and never cutting corners. Um, so I, I again like really lucky to have had that that kind of cultural background. One hundred percent. And I think did I, I think even sometimes answer, did I even answer your question? Way? By the way, no, no you. You did, but I'm going to also answer you because you mentioned, I said, uh, which ones came first? You mentioned the botanical serum, oh, but yes. I know there's another right. one. Right. And okay. Exactly. Thank you for keeping me on track. Okay. So, so <laughs> then again, completely crazy to have a single skew, all the things. And then as you know, in beauty, you are encouraged to have a new, like something new. It's just all about new, new, yep. new, 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 right? And I, again, really kind of thought, I really pushed back on that and thought, no, your new is driving marketing and driving revenue. New is not driving healthier, more balanced, happier, radiant skin. Absolutely not, right? Because we know that consistency is one of the key drivers in healthy, balanced, radiant skin. So constantly throwing new at your skin is not beneficial. But I, but I get that it is, it's beneficial to a marketing calendar and, and subsequently revenue, right? So I refuse to kind of participate in that. I also, it's not great for the environment, let's face it. Um, and so waited five years for our second product. And the second product is Active yeah. Treatment Essence. We knew that Active Botanical Serum was having this extraordinary positive impact on people's skin. And we knew the way that we made yeah. it was only, was delivering what, what Active Botanical Serum could deliver um, was all this extraordinary because as you said, we begin with whole plants very uniquely. It takes three weeks to make every bottle of active botanical serum because we start by creating what's at the heart of every product, fitness daughter product. We call it our phytoradiance infusion. It is this, um, it's like creating the skin's love language out of these beautiful whole plants mm. that we capture all of their nutrition in the most perfect ideal ratios. And so we knew we were having this, like I said, this incredibly positive impact on the skin through active botanical serum. We also know that in nature, when we create those infusions, we can only capture either all the oil-soluble nutrition or all the water-soluble nutrition. And not to get too kind of technical or scientific here, but it's important. <laughs> um, so with active botanical serum, it's an oil-based serum. We were delivering all of the oil-soluble nutrition. And I knew that in order to complete the kind of that love story for the skin, I needed to also be able to deliver all the water soluble nutrition. So we spent four and a half years yeah. developing active treatment essence, our second product, which was launched in 2019 to, we, we developed, we spent all that time to create the perfect, like the yin and the yang, like the perfect complement to active botanical serum. So that in two steps, active treatment essence followed by active botanical serum, your skin literally would get everything it needs, all the nutrition, all the hydration, all the moisture, all the actives, everything it needs to be its absolute best in like two really simple yet effective steps. And what I love is as well is going back to your point and saying like, okay, like, excuse me, Rita Elizabeth, hell no, I'm not going to just create <laughs> something, slap my label right. in, but taking your time to launch something I call it like I really like I champion as meaningful MPD and mm. I think it's really about you only need to create what's needed and what's mindfully right for you as the founder but also 
with integrity to what your mission is, right? You're not rushing something for profit here. Of course, you can make a lot more money just slapping a lot of other products and putting that name right on it. But uh, it's actually a lot more powerful and a lot more brand building and legacy building doing it this way. I hope so. Yeah. Hundred percent is. I can. I can go. I mean, even I told you this before we started the podcast. But you know, I have. I've had nearly two hundred founders on this podcast, right? And the excitement I get when I mention. By the way, I'm having April on today with Vintner's daughter, and they're like, "Wait, what? What?" And then I've had to like lock the products away because they're, <laughs> like normally I like I'm like giving them away. I'm like, "Yeah, sure, take it. I don't really use all of these products." But this one, I literally. My sister has this habit of. Anyway, she comes to my home all the time and takes things, and I never realize this. I've got in front of me. <laughs> This has been, from Tuesday, when I brought it into the office, has been hidden where no one would ever find it, um, even the cleaner. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm happy to send right? your sister another <laughs> no, 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 set. No, no, no. No, not at all. No, we also, um, my sister has bought many and she is, uh, we're here to support. This is how the business world works. But I'm just so grateful that, A, you sent me some. So thank you so much. Um, of course. But um, it's the, uh, it's. I it's love hearing that. Thank you. Testing. That's great. I needed to hear that today. Thank you. I appreciate it. No. It's Trust not me, always easy, as you know. That. Like sometimes you're feeling, I'm, I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, April, really? Do you have to no. keep swimming upstream when everyone else is doing something different? <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, that's my, that's that's our mission. That's who we. That's why we're here. And I think sometimes you got to obviously hear from the right people and the right stories that you know that thing. But you got to stand up for yourself on this journey. Like one thing I've realized as well, and being in a in a retail like Sephora. It's been really hard at times, I'll be honest, because we're consistently pegged to a number and um, and rankings. And I've had to recently, and probably everything, you know, what happened with you, I, I'm new to the industry too. I'm an engineer, right? Uh, this is not something I've done before. And I'm coming in not knowing the rule book. So when I get told we need to accelerate your growth, I'm there going, sorry, no. And what I said to them recently, which I think was pretty powerful, but let's see if it pays off. I was like... You have all these brands doing a thousand four hundred percent growth, crazy VC backed. Yes, they're investing a million on TikTok. Great, let them do that because I guarantee you, in two three years, the Selton conglomerate, you'll be dealing with a Laurier, Lositan, not the founders. Everything will change. Good luck. I'm here for the long run. I'm building this brand my way. I'm very, very happy with 150% growth if I can even get that. I'm very happy with growing it the way I want to, but I'm not going to be playing exactly the game others play because this is my brand it's not it's not their brand and and it takes a lot of kind of like I guess naivety and courage to sometimes say it but at the same time it takes maturity to stick to it and be like you know what no this is not the business I want to build yeah I'm giving you a big high five because I think it's I mean yeah to your point I think the how do how I heard someone say this the other day that I thought was just like so well said. There are many beauty labels, very few beauty brands, right? Exactly. Right. This is so. Right. I can't yeah. claim credit. I did not say that, but I I heard but someone say it recently, and I thought, oh, that's perfect. It's so true. It's so true, and I think that's what causes legacy brands. And I think actually, my GM was telling me the other day. She was like, Akash, like she's worked at Pooj for twenty years, and all these big companies. She goes. I don't, you know, when I came in as a GM, I don't know what you're sitting on, but you have this, we have this hero product, the Holy Roots hair oil. And, you know, and again, everyone's like newness, MPD, you have to have all this crazy product range. And she's like, what you've got here, no one is going to delist you and not because you've got a product that's here to stay. That's really hard to find. People can build labels. 
Um, but they can't, like, but building a brand is all about that. What is that one product? Even if it's like, when I was at Dior, I worked for Dior for a few years and it was Jador was like the main product. Everything else was around it. But what built the business was Jador. And what's still building the business is Jador. So actually you could even look at it and saying, yeah, they're losing so much money building all the other verticals because Jador is just what's working. But, um, but whatever that is, it doesn't matter. The point is, is it's so important to focus on, you know, just making sure that you're staying true to what you're creating. And if it's not working and not feeling right, don't make it. Just stick exactly. to, you know, right. you don't have to create a hundred things. And I think that that is hard when you have, I mean, I'm in a very lucky position that I actually don't have investors. We've built the business. Me um, too. It's, Me it's too. totally bootstrapped. Yeah. So we're in a very lucky yeah. position that we get to do that, right? That we get to be very true to our mission. You know, like at Vintner's Daughter, our mission is to have this incredibly positive impact on our customer's skin, on their lives and our world. And we think of it as sort of like four stools of a, or four legs of a stool. And, you know, we have this positive impact on skin through our performance driven nutritional skincare. We have a positive impact on our community's lives through the words that we choose. And maybe more importantly, the words we choose not to use. Um, So you will never hear us use words like fix, correct, improve, um, uh, anti-aging, all of these words that are very commonly used, we're swimming in all day, every day, but they are used to create fear and insecurity and FOMO so that you buy product, right? So yeah. like, we want to create joy and gratitude and confidence in your skin. And that's this idea of positive beauty that we want to create. And then that third leg of our kind of positive impact stool is our um, sustainability and social and social efforts. So we just got our B Corp yeah. certification, which we're so excited yeah. about. Oh my gosh. Oh, um, yeah, it's huge. We're so like, we, we just, we actually loved the process. There was it, so much of it. We, we had already been doing, but what the B Corp um, process allowed us to do is really apply kind of an architecture to it and get a baseline so that we can improve, yeah. which I think is really, and really important. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then um, that other piece of our impact, the positive impact, is that social aspect. So 2% of every, of every bottle we sell anywhere in the world is given to charities benefiting women and children. And so we're, you know, I feel that I am in a very lucky position that we get to focus on those mission all the time and never, and never have to compromise. Oh, I love, it. and I love by the way, like when I was on your website to see the impact slide and seeing how articulate all the missions are. And it, it, it's really important, I think, for any um, consumer of a product to really learn a bit more about how the brand is really making a difference as well. I think not only does it get you closer to the brand, but it also makes you appreciate a little bit more about why certain things are, you know, costed this way and why things take time. It's a journey, but I think the more we learn from the brand itself, the more you are with the brand for a long, long time. So I think it's good that you really articulated that on your website, right? The, the community. Well, it's really, it's really important. Like it's really important to us. Um, it's, it's, it's what drives us. So we want to share that with our community. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to talk about this uh, limited edition product. It looks so beautiful. Tell us about that. That's so currently available. Every year we work with an artist to produce a limited edition bottle. Yeah. This year in celebration of our 10 year anniversary, which is actually next year, but we got so excited. 
um, we created yes. um, an even, our largest limited edition ever. So it's 100 milliliters. So a standard bottle is 30. So it's almost three and a half, three plus times the size of a standard bottle of active botanical serum. Wow. And so, and we worked with Kim Dunham, who's a beautiful designer. She created a um, like kind of a crest, like a brand crest. And this beautiful image that really captures all the different aspects of our brand, whole plants, yeah. um, the, you know, really honoring a process. She has imagery and symbols for, for all of it. It's beautiful. And, um, and then we were able to print it on, on the bottle in, in very kind of sharp detail. And, um, and then it's housed in, a, in kind of what you would traditionally, like a wooden wine box. So um, mm. that is what we did this year. And you know how it is. We're already working. I'm already on like next year's. So you just, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. It's like, ah, what, what did we do this year? I forgot already. But yeah, I mean, it's, it was a beautiful collaboration. Kim, Kim created a, a, just like a gorgeous design and we were so happy to, to be able to put it out in the world. Oh, it's, so, no, it's so beautiful. Uh, it's, it literally is a piece of art that I, like the, the way the, it was like the emblem, the crest, I was like, that, that needs to live in many multiple. Exactly. And it is. Of the brand. It Good. will be. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We, well, and I even got, I mean, you can't, you can't, I'll show you, but I got a ring, you know, like a signet ring made out of it. Oh, a signet with the thing. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, Isn't that's it stunning. Yeah. That is beautiful. I know. I love it. So, um, and I can even do like wax stamps yeah. with it. I also love that the box is like, it reminds me of like wine. You exactly. Know, the, the, yeah. Weird, the same, we oh. use the same company who creates our family's wine boxes. We use the same company. That's so cool. That's epic. Um, mm-hmm. But also, so tell for people now who are listening, you're perhaps new to Vintner's Water. Um, tell us a little bit about a, where you, people can find it on, in retail, et cetera, or the subscription services you have because you have such good offers if you do the subscription program yeah so we have so we have a subscription service which we love our i mean we love our community and subscription community are really close to us so it is um every sixth bottle is on the house we send to you as a as a gift as a thank you um we also have there's a really incredible concierge system service that comes through there um um, uh, faster shipping kind of a, a other really lovely kind of perks to be a part of yeah. it. But um, let's see. And that's from our website only. Um, but we have incredible retail partners around the world. Um, I already mentioned a few um, like Goop and Cat Beauty, like I said, but um, Net-A-Porter is, a, is an amazing partner of ours. Um, Neiman Marcus, Bergdorf. And we, and we have a kind of an ecosystem, Cult Beauty. We have an ecosystem of smaller retailers around the world that I wish I could name them all. We have about 150 very tastemaker, beautiful shops around the world that also carries Fitness Daughter. Oh, that's amazing. And I do also want to just out of curiosity, ask like how has um, the team and the business like, you know, so now are you currently, how big is the team and how did it start? And we just had that? our, we just had everybody at the offices here in um, San Francisco. Our offices are in yeah. Presidio in San Francisco, which is actually a national park, which I always think is yeah. so right for Vintner's Amazing. Daughter. Yeah. Um, uh, we're at about, I guess, 22 full-time employees and then a really, and then a, a an incredible group of um, contractors as well. Oh, that's so exciting. And, and yeah, it must be, it's, it must be so emotional just seeing the team grow. And oh, although being sometimes yes. stressful, I know how it is. Team management is not easy, but at the same time worth it. Right. With well, seeing everyone. here's what I will, here was my secret is I hired a CEO. So I was the first, I was a CEO for the first, you know, 
nine years. And yeah. I have recently, we hired a CEO and it's kind of game changing. I know I can, I'm the CEO today and, and we have nearly like 30 full-time employees and yeah, I, I get to it. a point where I'm like, maybe I'll do it sooner than I think. Like I, I, I'll do it until I think I need to tap out and I'm no longer good enough for the role. So now I'm like figuring out how to be a new CEO mm-hmm. and like, I've never like, it's a very, you know, you have to change your hat as a CEO as a yes. business changes, but, um, there'll be a point where I realize maybe that's not what I like doing and it's okay to step back and hire someone who's more capable for the company. Um, and, and it, that's something and it's, I'm, I'm, let me yeah. just tell you is it's great. changing. It's great. Yeah. And I, exactly. to be honest, I should have done it a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, COVID sort of put things, it just, anyway, I should have done it a couple of years ago. No, exactly. I think I'm going to test myself this year. This is my third year. And then I'll really look at the business and where it needs to go and I'll make an active decision. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, I think the role of a co-founder or uh, founder is, 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 is so important on its own anyway. Um, so I think I just need to understand. Well, you have priority. a co-founder. I think if I ever yeah. started another company, I would want a co-founder. And I know that it yeah. also can be perilous. I recognize that. But when it works, I think it's so, so nice. Exactly. It's so true. So, I mean, my co-founder is my sister. Um, so there is definitely a lot of um, perks, but also a lot of dif- difficulties. Oh, yeah. Family. Oh, listen, I know, I know family business. So I, I get that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but to be fair, I, I wouldn't change it for anything. This is our story of our childhood memories of our grandma building this brand and that kind of stuff. But I do think... Um, yeah, even for both of our sakes, even it can be hard, you know, as, as a CEO, there's technically some hierarchy there. And sometimes I'm like, Nikki, no, no budget. And she's like, what? You're giving me that budget. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're not getting it. <laughs> so I have to sometimes call my GM. I'm like, you tell her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ideally, exactly. You know, right. right. I mean, but you easy. do have to, I mean, again, it comes back to that discipline. Like you have, somebody yeah. has to, I mean, you, you have to keep your eye on the ball or else they can go. It sideways fast exactly you know it um so in terms of the future for Vintner's daughter um what you can share what's on the horizon well so we have our you know our 10-year anniversary is next year which we're really excited about um our b corp um certification we i don't even think that it's we've kind of put it out in the world yet so we're really excited to to be able to, to chat about that and talk about that and then kind of maybe most exciting is we'll have our third product ever next year, which we're really excited about. Oh, I'm so excited. That was really incredible. And I think uh, the fact that I know you'd only launch something until it's, unless it's perfect, oh, it's going to be is, a game This is changer. something that I look forward to using every day in a way that oh. I have never looked forward to this step in my skincare routine before. So it is... Um, it was, it, this was, it was a really exciting process to create and develop this product. And it took a while, but once we kind of, um, the conceptualization of it and then the reality of it took a while. Um, and I, I cannot wait for it to be out in the world. Oh, I'm, I'm sure everyone listening is, is very much waiting and waiting list is, is probably going to be full when you start announcing it. So it's very exciting, but, um, I hope so. I'm yeah. excited. I can't wait to get it out to our community. But I know the feeling no matter what. Even as excited as we are, we know we've done the clinicals, we've done everything. It's still going to be never. It's like launching yes. a new baby, new product. Yes. Always never wracking. Right, never exactly. Know. Until you know. Yeah. But What's no, next for you? So for us, it's really, we have actually next year, because um, we launched a lot of like scalp range and we launched uh, uh, the 
wash the main like strengthening hydrating wash range but next year we're launching styling so i'm really excited oh that is exciting i mean yeah, hair is such a, a fun category these days it's so fun and i think that's where like we're coming in with a bit of like again like ayurveda like the, the background is mm-hmm. you don't need it and like less is more so we're only creating something that's needed in the market so if we're creating any kind of new styling range it's because it's got a bit of innovation and ingredients that are not yet found um which is always hard because similar to what you're building, when you have something so different to the status quo, you have a little bit more work to convince and, 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 and yes. encourage education people. Education is... You know, yes. education is everything. And sampling, all that stuff. But once you know that they've tried it, that's like my least of my problems, right? I know that they'll love it. It's just getting them to try it in this very crazy world of digital and fast-moving ephemeral retail. It's a lot to do, but... But hey, uh, I think that's the exciting thing is similar to you is uh, it's like the thing where like if you're using it as a founder and a consumer, um, you just can't wait for others to use it. Exactly. I mean, that's and that's where I'm at, too, for our third product. Like, I just oh, my gosh, I can't wait. Um, And then secretly, we're both like, if no one else buys it, at least we'll be using it. (laughs) Well, that's by the way, that was I can remember I can remember when we would make making wine. And I remember at the time, everybody wanted to make wine in this very specific way. And yeah. we always wanted to make wine that was very true to these vineyards, these pieces of property that we had to create these almost yeah. like time capsules, right? Of this particular yeah. place, this particular time. And I even remember asking my dad once, like, would we ever try to make wine in this other way? And he looked at me and he said, April, absolutely not. Because if no one buys this, I have to drink it and I'm only drinking the best. And so that is literally the way I think about this. Like, April, like, you have got to make the best product because if no one buys it, I, you got to use it. So you're going to have to use exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, ideally, we don't make 10,000 units a day one. Then there's a lot to use. But yeah, generally speaking, uh, I feel you. I feel you. Um, <laughs> so before we go into fire round, and I know you have a busy day ahead, so I won't keep you longer, even though we can speak all day. I do have a very mean, mean question. It's a desert island situation. So this is, you're invited to a founded beauty retreat, but you know what's coming. You can only bring one product with you out of your two babies. What is your go-to? Uh, and you know, desert island, so that might have a factor. Is this so, this is, so is it tropical? Is there humidity in the air? You know, you know the destination is unknown because <laughs> I have no idea what the destination is. Okay, I'm going to assume there's humidity in the air. I'm going to assume that I ha- I'm like feeling my skin's hydrated. So I'm going to bring serum. Serum, nice. There's also a bit of like sun, sun protection in serum. It's not SPF, but there's a bit of natural sun protection in there, which I think would be really good for it. Yeah. Um, well, you can bring your 100 ml, so you've got enough juice then for the oh, whole. Oh, and then I can share. Amazing. There you go. Yeah, and you can share. No, and you have to be careful for so, <laughs> yourself and for me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's amazing. Um, but I can't. Maybe next year um, your answer will change it if we do the podcast again. Well, that was the first thing that came to my it. mind. I was like, ooh, maybe yeah. new product. Ooh. But um, exactly. so right now I'm going to say now, serum, active now? botanical yeah. serum. Love it. Okay, so fire round questions. This is the first thing that comes to your mind. So the first question is, what's another beauty brand that you're currently loving right now? Oh. I'm really loving my Gucci Westman mascara. Oh, yeah. She's amazing what she's created. She's actually come on the podcast. She's been amazing, such an incredible woman. So I know anything she creates is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a great one. Um, next question is, what, do you have like a guilty pleasure? And guilty is a very weird word, right? Because why should a pleasure be guilty? But do you have something you overindulge in? Oh, yeah. I mean, sugar. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Sugar. I mean, I mean, to be fair, who doesn't? But yeah. yeah that's a good I, and it's not guilty. So it's not guilty. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's in. I mean, when yeah, it was my mine. kids like Halloween candy, that's kind of guilty. 
That's guilty. Yeah. Because yeah, you're yeah. like taking would, from your kids, you know, there's and you're like, oh, I didn't, you didn't, exactly. And it's like, but at the same time, it's, it's there and it's very tempting, I can imagine. So, um, my next question is, what are you currently watching or reading? Oh, okay. So I am, I just finished, um, oh gosh, I'm spacing the author's name. He wrote, uh, Richard Prince, I think he wrote uh, Overstory. I just finished his new book that I'm spacing the name on, but anyway, yeah. um, that, and I am currently watching um, both The Vow and The Crown. Nice. The Crown is uh, amazing. Well, just I've just did some Googling. So it's at Richard Powers. Yes, thank you. His new book is The Bewilder. No, I don't know. Is that one? No. Um, uh, the Overstory was 2018 mm-hmm. and it was Bewilderment. Bewilderment. That's what I just read. Nice. Okay. There you go. Kind of a devastating ending for just really just fair you know i don't want to give anything away but it's sort of a devastating right. movie. The next question is do you have a favorite social media platform right now no no i don't do <laughs> i love media. that no <laughs> probably everyone listening is like i'm jealous because i mean that's such a like a weird answer where people are like i am on it but i'm not really enjoying it uh, personally speaking i'm it's a lot it's very draining um but uh, my next question is do you have a favorite quote or like a saying that you go by i love um and i wish i knew who said it but um uh gratitude is the virtue that underscores all others um mm. i love i love that quote i think it was I mean, I think it's a very, I mean, I think it came like ancient Roman quote. I mean, I think it's a very, very old quote. Um, but for me, gratitude is such a critical part of um, kind of my daily practice. So yeah. that is, it's, that one has always, that quote is very resonant. Oh, I love that. And my last question is, if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur right now, what would April be doing? Making gin and vermouth. Ooh, I like that. I hope you get to do that. And then you do. If you ever need any guinea pigs, you know who to send it to. Come to Napa Valley. I'll I'll fix you up. I'm coming. Okay, done. We're doing that. So till Napa Valley. Can't wait to see you then. But for people listening who want to continue following Vintner's Daughter's journey, where can they follow? Well, uh, I mean, listen, we're on social, right? So we're on Instagram and TikTok and all the places. Um, And we would love to um, see everyone there. And then... um, um, and then, of course, our email and um, and website. website. Well, I'll put all the links in the summary so people can literally click straight away. And, like, honestly, I'm not even going to say, like, normally I say, like, you know, try one of the products and just invest, try both the products, and trust me, you the products will say everything. I don't even say anything more than that. So Well, thank um, you. That's very nice. And when you, if and when you do buy both products, like, this is what I tell people. You have to kind of commit, you know, and this isn't about 10 products. This is about two products. And so put all your other Mm. products away for, for the time being and really commit to this much more kind of simple and I promise more effective uh, routine for at least, at least a week. Mm. That's so true. And and then you'll see results again with anything, like anything in Ayurveda, rituals are important and and it doesn't happen if something is saying it's happening in 10 seconds trust me like you've got to be consistent and exactly as you said with especially in skincare just really let these products do its speaking and its work and then you'll see you don't need too much more um so yeah i would make sure people try and uh 
I have also yesterday I started with this. I was a bit generous with my team and I gave a few essence and, and a bit of the serum off. Oh my gosh. Well, the essence is so interesting. I mean, when we were talking about, when you were talking about how important it is for you to educate because of your ingredients yeah. are so yeah. different, <clears throat> essence is, as you know, it's fermented. So it smells it's like kombucha. Look, it smells like, right. exactly. It smells like kombucha. But- and it is, and why that's important is because that fermentation process allows all those beautiful nutrients to be even more bioavailable to the skin. Yeah. And that, that's a huge education process, right? It's a huge education. I, I think, I think, I think it's hard for people to understand, but like my team are pretty good. I mean, their product, uh, guinea pigs, because we try everything Ayurvedic and you know, anything Ayurvedic is it's very real. potent in yes. natural form. It's real. So none of the products I grew up with smelt necessarily exactly. good and it was pungent but they work and at the end exactly. of the day that's what you need you want products that work you have perfume right. but perfume you know exactly that's, yes um and that's very important but i do think there is that sense of like some people maybe have a quick judgment on product based on bad uh, not say bad but consistently how they consume products is first a smell right or first this right which is Absolutely, at the end of the day, completely. While it's an important gateway for certain things, if you're buying something for efficacy and results, you've got to park that aside and invest in the process. Amen. Amen to that. Well, April, thank you so much. I'll see you in Napa Valley very soon. I would love that. And if you're in London, hit me up and you know where to find me. Thank you for having me. hope you enjoyed this episode of founded beauty as much as i had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too founded beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music podcast the acast app and many more and i'm also very proud to be part of the acast creator network so be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop we really appreciate every single follow listen share and review it truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable of Maine goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops.